live, right? Yo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special live episode of Magic with Zuby. We are doing this live because really, normally we'd be doing Magic for Normies tonight uh, because, you know, holidays and normally, like, when Pixie and I try to do it, we do it on a Monday, but... Um, Oh, and that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear some subscription sounds because we're doing this live on Twitch right now. So if you're listening to the audio, you may hear some noises like that as we go through the night. Um, I have not streamed in a while and I haven't done an episode in a while because life has been a little bit crazy. Oh, God. Um, not just work, but personal life as well, too, has been a little bit crazy. Um, but we're, we've got a little bit of a round table that we're going to be doing talking about Crimson Vow and Infinity. Um, did I end up getting in contact with MTG Girl Tori the Vest? No, I did not. And I did not hear from them, but that's okay. Um, life is what happens when you're making other plans. That is very true, Nightabawa. And Mercurio Blue, how's it going? Hey, Colin O'Clock. And we got a subscription from Pack Crack Fever. Um, thank you all so much. It is great to see you all again. Um, but Infinity, you say, I have thought several. Well, Paige, why don't you jump in my Discord and, you know, join the little round table that we have going on right now, okay? Um, you know, so you can just come in and talk about it. We're going to first discuss some Crimson Val because that just came out and I've really had no thoughts on it. At all, like I, I, I think I've played like one, one game. Oh, thank you, Efren, for the subscription there. But other than that, um, just God, it. Just trying to think of other stuff. Like as far as content creation goes, it's magic has been really put on the back burner right now with the podcast. Um, working on that. Oh, geez, thank you, Efren. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, all the all the subscriptions going on right now. Oh my gosh, thank you, Efren. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paige, if you wanna just I, I can't remember if you're in my Discord or not, in the Normie's Discord, just join the Discord and you know, um get get on the live stream video chat and we can just have the wow table or the little round table there. Hey, Vengeful Soul 5294. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So yeah, as far as content creation goes, uh, the D&D show is well in the works. I'm hoping by next month, maybe towards New Year's, I can announce more about it, such as who the players are and maybe some more about it and when it's going to come on and all that stuff. So it's been at work. We've got the characters all set up and good to go. We've got all the players ready and they're all excited, but... We just have like a few things left to do and the holidays are just, um, you know, sort of getting in the way of it. So, um, yes, I'm much excited for D&D as well, too. So excited. I, I spent a few hours on it last night and today working on it. Um, can't wait. So, um, I guess, uh, I guess the only other things to talk about really bring up is my sponsors. Um, my sponsors, cardsphere.com. If you don't see, oh, if you don't see this, hold on, move the mic, the hoodie that I'm wearing, the Cardsphere hoodie, I have to say, this is no lie. One of the most comfortable hoodies 
I've ever worn. Um, get that Cardsphere merch. Check out Cardsphere.com for your magic singles and uh, magic singles and sealed product. Yeah, because they do sealed product if you're a premium user. Trade, buy, sell, whatever. And friggin' great. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, yeah, Ultra Sleeves. Sponsored by Ultra Sleeves as well, too. You can use the... Uh, the um my coupon code magic with zuby right, hold on because i have alter sleep or no alter is the thing yep see i knew that i'm good at this stuff and um yeah i think that about does it for the announcement so let's go ahead and bring in our little round table here and hold on let me just make sure this is all good yeah. okay <laughs> hold on let's see Make sure. Yep, I got. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. All right. All right. We are live, everybody. All right. So Hello. let me just go around the table and introduce everybody. Um, we've got some cool people here with us tonight. Uh, hopefully, you all can hear us and all that. Um, first, we've got Griffin from Commander Quest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Or he's uh, over, over here for Griffin. me. I have a YouTube channel, just or, Commander Quest, whichever direction <laughs> I happen to be in. Awesome. Right. So you, you get YouTube channel on there? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, awesome. My lights, my camera. Uh, That's all right. All right. And then next to me is the lovely LevDev. Hello, one and all. Most people know me as LevDev or on Twitter as PGD Hansen. I do the Brewing Labs as well as Top Deck Bots on YouTube, and I stream card games on Twitch once in a blue moon, essentially. And as well as just make a fun, a bunch of Twitter posts talking about Magic the Gathering and other card game shenanigans. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, next, we've got the amazing Food Time. Hello, I am Food Time. I play an unhealthy amount of Commander and build a really stupid <laughs> amount of decks. <laughs> I'm one part of a podcast called Rather Be Drafting, where we talk about the magic news for the week. Uh, we're in a little bit of a hiatus right now, but, you know, check it out. Oh, yeah. How, so you guys have been in a hiatus right now? Uh, it's just, you know, holidays. I think we've been really oh, yeah. busy. True. And my other two co-hosts live in Australia, and I am in uh, the United States. So that makes it kind of difficult sometimes, you know? Just a it's little. Just slightly. Just a tad. What, what time do you have to wake up in the morning to, uh, to like, record with them? Like three, four in the morning. Oh, God. It isn't too bad. I normally work at like six. So it's like an extra couple hours I got to get up, but. Oh, no. yeah, that's right. You work in the morning now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not bad, though. All right. And then last but not least, we've got uh, Hades. Right? Hey. Is it, it, yeah. It's, I usually go by Anu Snoozer. I was testing out a new name. Uh, oh, okay. I, yeah. I usually uh, play lots of. Uh, I usually do more building commander decks than I do uh, playing the game as much because I usually get handed to me. So, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you all for joining. Um, some of you all joined last minute, and thank you for that. Um, this really just came out of a last minute thing where I'm like, I haven't done a podcast in forever, and um, I just want to do something a little bit live stream because it's been too long since i've done any kind of content lately besides normies with which pixie and i do so before we start getting into especially a lot of the fun stuff with crimson vow and unfinity i, I know some of y'all are dying to talk unfinity right now um i want to talk about thanksgiving just passed and 
I want to talk what was everyone's holiday like and um you know just go around the go around the table here starting off with griffin you know how, how was your holidays how's your thanksgiving anything good any yummy food that we need to be aware of i went up to new york uh to visit my brother he moved out a couple years ago uh i'm almost almost done with my driver's license uh, or to get to do my driver's test so oh gotta do a lot of it, it's a six hour drive there so i basically just got the rest of my hours and I figured you were young, but not that young. Oh, man. Yeah. H how old are you? 16? I am 16. Oh, man. Tell my daughter. She's 18, and she doesn't want to drive. It's <laughs> like, I, I've, got, I've got my 12-year-old, and she's, like, been wanting to drive since she was seven. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not going to be able to afford to drive, but yeah, I'll yeah. get the permit. Uh, or I'll get the license, at least. Yeah, that is true. That is, gas was a lot cheaper for me back in my age. Now the question is with driving, does she want to do like race car driving or just normal driving? Oh oh my youngest? Yeah. Yeah, she wants to do both, but it, it's j just normal driving though. <laughs> no, so that sounds fun. Um what about you, Lev? What what did you do for Thanksgiving? It's actually pretty casual this year, mostly just because it was mostly just hanging out with some of the close family members and such. Mostly just grandparent as well as just a sister and family and such. So had some nice meals, had a great chocolate pie with good ala mode on it. That was besides that, it was just a really great dinner and just hanging out with the family. The funniest thing that I think happened was one of the family members thought it was a bright idea to get the game Twister. And my nephew is still at the young age where when he <laughs> sees a new game, he's like, everybody must play it. Oh, and you know, yeah. get to an age where playing twister is a little bit tricky <laughs> yeah yeah i haven't played twister in forever i don't know if we ever got it for my kids but i mean i remember playing it as a kid though yep so it's safe to say that that thanksgiving was a bit of a stretch God. Oh, the puns are started the puns have begun you know I mean, you know who you brought up. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I tried to get Baltan on, but Baltan, um, uh, he he's out right now. He couldn't make it home in time. But I wanted, re I really wanted Baltan on, so you two could have a pun off, or just hear him bitch and complain about your puns. <laughs> I love the puns; never stop. Yeah, Bal yeah, Baltan's response is what makes me live through them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, food time. What about you? I mean, this must have been uh, your favorite holiday. Oh, I love Thanksgiving. Like the, the, the food holidays are obviously the best. Um, <laughs> no, so my, my girlfriend, she did all the all the Thanksgiving cooking. Um, so she made a turkey, Ooh. you know, the, the things, all the Thanksgiving fixings, right? The gravy, the uh, the mashed potatoes, the whole nine yards. She made two whole soups because she's crazy. Ooh, um, and my job at, during Thanksgiving is to do all the cleaning. So that that was the majority of my time was just doing dishes, which is fine. That's a fairly good trade off, I'd say. Yeah. I get all the food and only have to clean things. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah that, my, that's, my, that's my um, job too. Is yeah. cleaning. That's fair. I'm I don't like cooking, but I like eating. So, um, yeah, my brother in law, my older sister, they came over. Uh, you know, just hung out, had a nice little Thanksgiving, stuffed our faces. Nice. Pretty much it. You know, pretty casual. Right. Awesome. And then. Uh, Oh shoot! How do you say your name again? I I knew snoozer. E new snoozer. E new snoozer. E -new snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to pronounce the I, but it's E. 
All right. What, what about you? How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, uh, all my family pretty much just went over to one of my aunt's house where we, she, I don't know, uh, everyone made a bunch of food. I made mashed potatoes for everyone and biscuits. And uh, someone made, like, we had, like, three kinds of pie. We had, like, uh, green bean casserole, turkey, all, all the jazz, you know. And uh, it was it was day full of just food and just people passed out from all the food even even the the cat was just passed out and all the <laughs> like the the nice. fixings from the turkey that was like left outside it was just laying in the tin just enjoying it and just like passed out in the in it it was gone all good day nice nice um yeah my thanksgiving was pretty quiet we actually ate a little bit late later than normal we ate around five or six o'clock and um and then yeah it was we got a small turkey this year instead of something big because it was only five of us and yeah it was great and my my favorite was the probably the stuffing was my favorite and that brings up another question. You know, I want to hear everybody's favorite Thanksgiving food. Like, if you could only pick one Thanksgiving food you could eat, like, what would it be? Definitely stuffing. Oof, so good. Are we yeah. talking main course, or are we also including dessert? In this? What, what doesn't matter. Any anything, any traditional Thanksgiving food that you normally have, like in Thanksgiving. As much as I love stuffing as the next person, I cannot tearing down a good pecan, slice of pecan pie. Oh, yeah. That's very, very true. <laughs> Food time? Uh, the gravy. J just pour gravy over everything. <laughs> pour directly into my mouth. Just just give me gravy. I just okay. gravy. Cranberry sauce on your turkey or gravy on your turkey? Cranberry sauce. Or no, yeah. no, 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 gravy. gravy. Yes. <laughs> Both. The best? is the day after Thanksgiving, you make a sandwich oh. with the turkey, the, the mashed potatoes, the cranberry, the, the, the whole, the whole, I, the, the I, sandwich I, afterwards. That's, that's where it's really at for Thanksgiving. I, I honestly don't like gravy the day after like cranberry sauce. I like the next day, but not, not gravy though. How are you reheating it? This is important. Microwave. <laughs> no, you got to put it back on the stove in a, in a pot. Oh, okay. Then, so, it, then it's good again. I can say that. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. You're doing it wrong. That's why. Okay, that, that can make <laughs> sense. Yeah. Life pack, everybody. Oh, yeah. Always what, want to reheat soups on the stove. Big brain. What about Inu? Oh, I, I love uh, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. I mean, oh. you can't go wrong with those either. I mean, it, for, for me, it's definitely stuffing, but man, it, mashed potatoes comes really close because the way my wife likes to make them is, you know, she'll you know, do it the normal way of making mashed potatoes and then she puts the oven on broil and puts the mashed potatoes in and gets it a nice crispy layer on top that's mm. so good you oh. gotta make a volcano with your gravy and your mashed potatoes <laughs> yeah you have to I mean it's what we all did yeah Pretty oh nice. man so, th 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 all right, this is now Thanksgiving with Zuby. Um, we're going to talk uh, how we cook our turkeys. Um, no, not actually. Or, y y you know what? Do you, if you had a choice, would you choose turkey or ham for Thanksgiving? Ham. Turkey. I would choose both. <laughs> you get, just, if you have both of them, you just take a slice from mm -hmm. each of them and make a, just, uh, just um, make a nice sandwich together. Yeah, that is very you, true, yeah. 
Especially if you have like some really good rolls. Okay. Ham tastes better. Oh. Ham tastes better. Oh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what was that, Lev? You would choose ham? Yeah, because it tastes better, especially if it's like the honey glaze ham. It's like, don't get me wrong. I love a good cooked turkey as much as the next bloke, but uh, a good maple glaze ham, mm, especially it helps as leftovers, because making a leftover ham sandwich is a lot more easier than making a leftover turkey sandwich. Not impossible, but not true. I can see that. I can see that. It, what'd you say, food time? Turkey? Uh, turkey all the way. If it, if it's just for strictly Thanksgiving, like, that's the traditional Thanksgiving that, that is like, true. meat. That's, that's yeah. classic. You can't go wrong. But I also like turkey a lot more than ham, so I'm, I'm very biased. I, I would choose well, turkey. I'm not a ham guy. Yeah, it, it's like, I'm, I like ham, but I can go without it. it. It's turkey, though. Like, I have to have turkey. Um, yeah. So, think- so... Yeah, what were you going to say? That's a, I was going to say, I think it's probably because you, most people don't eat turkey a lot compared to, like, ham throughout yeah. the year. You know, turkey's, like, more of a, like, Thanksgiving thing, or if, you know, if you're leaning towards lean meats, turkey, but most people don't really often pick it. Yeah, like, if I'm going to go for, like, lean white meat, it's usually chicken, and I might get turkey once in a while as, like, you know, from the deli. Uh, exactly. sandwich slices um so i i like what knight of bawa and chat just said um you can put mashed potatoes in a waffle iron has anyone ever tried that like i've it <laughs> makes me want to try that now because that sounds so delicious uh, uh that's basically just a hash brown right i guess so uh, so so what i normally do is if you get like a nice big roll i usually like clear out the uh the middle of it mostly not like okay. making not slicing but clear it out and then just stuff it with every thanksgiving thing into it and then just eat it I'll, i usually always do that even at buffets just get a roll stuff it with more food oh that sounds good and, and colin bringing up the tof tof tofurkey the tofu turkey i mean well I'm not I'm not into tofu, but it's I've definitely had some I don't know if I've ever had tofu turkey, but I've had some tofu meat before and they've come a long way with tofu meat. It's pretty legit. Not my cup of tea, but I do appreciate the quality of them uh, increasing for people who love tofu. Yeah. Korean potato pancakes. Just 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 none of that impossible meat stuff. Yeah, isn't that like super salty? The impossible meat. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I've never had like because I know Burger King has like the impossible burger or whatever. I've just never tried any of the fake meat stuff like that. I've had a few fake meat things, but typically I'll just have the real thing. Yeah, it's mo- more, more most of the time my my experience is just. It's more dry a bit and not as flavorful. Even if you season it, it's not as flavorful. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, I'd be all down for lab-grown meat if you. Know, I, I guess if they get it in a healthy way where it's healthier than you know regular meat, I'd definitely be down for it. I mean, shit, I'm still waiting for like the Star Trek, you know, energy matter matter thing. Fabricator. Yeah, where we're like you could have a piece of cake and it's you know as healthy as like eating a carrot. You know, they mm. just change the taste of it. The food three D printer. Yes. Yeah, that's the closest thing we got to it, and it's still kind of nuts to think that that actually exists to an extent. 
It's of the 3D printer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, they're printing organs out of that now. It's insane. It is that, amazing. Uh, Absolutely amazing. Because, like, do you remember that uh, movie with Robin Williams where he was Bicentennial Man? Uh, he was yeah. becoming the robot. Like, like part, part of that... When he was trying to become human, they were printing his organs, and that seemed so fantastical. And that was like what almost twenty years ago. Now it's like that's a reality now. Like you can print organs, you can print. I mean, I don't know how well they work, but leave that to the doctors to figure that out. Nope, Works well enough. Cells. They're doing it. Yeah, I'm right. I mean, shit. They're uh, they're printing hips. They're printing you know bones and stuff. It's. I thought bison sent bicentennial man was a robot becoming human though wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. robot becoming human yeah and they were printing his organs to make them real or whatever so now the question is when you have a bone planted in and what does it come in right do you have a bone to pick uh, <laughs> oh god I, I i need to get a soundboard you could just uh, script it with like your keyboard, so right. that it's some obscure uh, hotkeys. Right. Yeah, I used to have a soundboard, but then like the site I was using as a soundboard, they disappeared or something. I don't know. Whatever. But um, there's also uh, apps on your phone you can get, so you could set it up through that. Yeah, it's um, just I'd want the audio to come out of my computer for the for yeah, the stream. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's basically like an external keyboard, just to add more buttons. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. So, all right. So before we dive into straight into magic here, is for as far as content creation goes or just whatever, does anyone have anything going on that's outside of magic right now in life or content creation or anything? Um, as for like cards, I've been dabbling more into the digi the new Digimon TCG. I've been seeing that everywhere online. Like, what the <laughs> hell? It's it's become really popular. It came out like in uh, in the U.S. in February. Been out for it's, it's been in the J in Japan for about uh, almost uh, almost now two years. Oh, but so that's a recent thing. It's more yeah, it's more recent for the U.S. Yeah. Oh, I I thought this was something like where. You know how the Pokemon card game goes through its ups and downs and resurges. I thought that's what mm. di the Digimon card game was like. It just resurged all of a sudden, so it's not um, even that old. Well, the original. Well, the there's like three different card games previously that oh. are different mechanics. This newer one runs more Magic Line sort of <laughs> with okay. with a different resource. But it's is this mechanic's new, so it, all the older cards won't work with it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's kind of lame. Like, so can it's you... like new sets are new games, basically. So they're trying to make this one like better or uh, more mainline or mainstream, how you want to call it. User friendly. Yeah, it's pretty user friendly. It's really easy to learn, as it runs like. It runs sort of like a mat, uh, uh, like magic, and it runs. Uh, it has parts of like Pokemon, and then like a little bit from like Dragon Ball. So it's like a bunch of. It's literally like a bunch of games mechanics together. But it's, it's not bad in my opinion. That's I really cool. enjoy it. But I'm also a Digimon fanatic. Oh, okay, okay. I remember watching it as a kid, and it was all Pokemon for me when I was younger. Couldn't get into it. Was it was split for me. 
Well, one of the things I realized more about Digimon versus Pokemon is Digimon is more uh, actually can be actually done because they're digital creatures; they're just programs. While Pokemon's yeah. like pretty much not possible. I see what Digimon's you mean. Digimon's yeah. original theme song also just destroys Pokemon's original theme song. What? <laughs> so good. Uh uh-uh, uh. The uh-uh, first season. Uh-uh, first season uh-uh. Digimon theme song, <laughs> amazing. Hands down. Yes. Pokemon theme close. song, way better. It's good. It's a classic. But have you heard the Digimon one? It's so good. Yeah, the Digimon Digital Monsters. That one. It's so good. So good. It's garbage. Yes. It's great. No, no it's it, so it, good. it has a. It, for, first of all, it has a beat like a rap beat to it. Okay. I so, will. I will fight just, you with cards. <laughs> I will only well, play Grand Arbiter and Crufix against you. I will play my Atraxa deck and you'll cry. Bring it. I'll All play right. my Atraxa deck. I'll play every Praetor. We're going to play okay. Praetors. I've got Praetors and my Crufix deck you now. You can play I got all the... but one. You can play all but one. Well, yeah, the one that I can't play isn't very good. <laughs> the red one? <laughs> yeah. He gives them haze. And he gives oh. all your opponents non-haze. Yeah, they come to play tennis. Come on, Herbrass is not. He's not as good as the others. That's right. But yeah, I guess card gaming wise, besides that, uh, mostly just uh, been doing good at the IT job and such. So, been learning the ropes on that one. It's been actually pretty fun learning the ropes on that. There's just some interesting shenanigans that you learn and such, kind of like how a lot of people make weird expectations of kind of like how you can get a printer to work ASAP when you don't realize the server connections. Yeah, I I remember that. So so you're still kind of new in IT, right? Well, relatively new. Like, I still do most of the hardware stuff, but I am doing okay. C plus certification and such, like going through the books and such. So. You're doing C plus, like programming, or, or you mean A plus? A plus, like the okay. certification. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah but I-, I do learn code on the side. Like, I. Little side note about me one of my associate's degrees was actually in software slash video game development at a community college. So, I do relatively nice. know about the coding and know about the stuff that people are like, well, why don't you change this about this game? You do not know what it takes to change stuff. In games. Oh, yeah. I, I remember when yeah. I tried to learn coding, I just to make a simple um, blackjack game was insane the amount of lines of code just for that. And there was like no GUI or anything. It was all text. Yeah, all text. No, like... Uh... The it, it, it was all C++. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you need to find a niche in IT. I, I think I've talked to you about this before. Maybe you should get into networking. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Though I will have to admit the networking one is exciting for me, but it is also like, I do it from a county level, and it's one of those I'm a little bit worried from a county level that if I mess something up, like county networks, you don't want to mess up a county network. Eh, I mean, I'm, I mean uh, I'm in healthcare IT. Like, if I take down a hospital, I mean... No biggie. You know, it's just uh, people's lives on the line, you know. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. I mean, I've done it before, you know. You, you only sort of shit your pants a little bit. Oh. Well, <laughs> just slightly. Yeah. Taking down yeah, whole that's... hospitals and companies and all that. Yeah. You know. no but yeah, that's me on the side at the moment. Besides nice. the card game shenanigans. Nice. What about Griffin here? I don't know. I mean... Not much going on. I've got scouts and school and content, basically. As are you going for Eagle Scout? I am. I'm currently life. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I did Boy Scouts when I was young. Um, 
or Cub Scouts, I think it was. Cub Scouts, then Boy Scouts. Is that how it goes? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I get yeah. a little bit a few years. I'm not going to get to the whole story because we got stuff to talk about, but yeah, I have a story of some Boy Scout stories. Oh, nice. And uh, Scout stories, essentially. Maybe like a whole nother podcast. Um, <laughs> food time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been playing many card games. I just haven't had a lot of time to do that. Usually requires setting up my camera and cleaning out space to play online or having people over play magic. I don't really play many other card games. I just play magic. But yeah. uh, as far as something similar, I've been playing um, Teamfight Tactics, the League of Legends um, like thing game that they built, the auto battler. Yeah. Which yeah. is a auto- strategy game. It's adjacent. It's close. I've been playing a ton of it. They added a, a 2v2v2v2 2v2 2v2 modes. I've been playing that a lot with a friend. It's uh, Ooh, that sounds fun. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You tell, like, pass units back and forth occasionally. You share life total. If your guys, like, survive the fight, they go help your friend. It's it's very interesting. Dude, I've been wanting to get back into LOL so bad, but it's the Final Fantasy XIV addiction is real right now. And with the expansion coming out this weekend, it's... it's oh, dear. It's, I'm, I'm going to be gone. With uh, the Team Fight Tactics, though, you can get it on your phone or tablet, so you don't have to be on a computer to play it. Oh, it's on mobile now. Yeah, yeah. It's been on mobile for a while. Well, I, I know just... they have the the League of Legends mobile that's not Wild really Rift. the same. Wild yeah. Rift. So, is this Team Fight Tactics the exact same as the PC? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Other than you're okay. using your finger, it's pretty much the same. Oh, okay. interface a little different. Well, controlling things with your fingers or just touch screen is hard. Most Pretty cases, but for auto battlers, it's not that tricky. Yeah, because you're mostly just like to... grabbing a person. You don't really have to do slap them down. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna much. have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, Paige, uh, Final Fantasy 14. You need to jump on that. I, I, out of all the Final Fantasy games, like that's it, got to be like number two now. Final Fantasy six, definitely number one. Never gonna change. 14, holy fuck. I got strong opinions on 14, but I won't share them here. Well, I know because you complain <laughs> about the story that you ha- you're forced to go through it. I know. I, yeah, it's, I'm not going to talk about it here. You're good. <laughs> All I'll just say is it's fascinating to see how it went from essentially for some people what was one of the worst game MMOs and then it's oh, yeah. just did a total redesign and then now it's pretty much a lot of people's favorite uh, MMORPG at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I bought 14 when it very first came out like i got the collector's edition and everything and i played it for i don't even think i lasted a month when it for because it was just garbage and then i never touched again till i mean i i would try it on and off throughout the years but it was just this past summer is when i got super hooked and then thanks to food time's girlfriend or fiance um just yeah she got me even more hooked because they have house building, there's like all this glamour stuff. It's... The, oh, the one thing I love about Final Fantasy XIV compared to like any most other games is the fact that there's a eight person mount you can buy. Yes, I was like I'll be happy to put fifty dollars for an eight person mount. The the whale, right? Yeah, even though I don't have eight friends to play with. <laughs> it's a little on the nose of being fifty dollars and it being a whale. <laughs> Well, the fact that it carries eight people is what, like, that's, you know. Again, I have strong opinions. I'm not going to share them. Otherwise, I I won't stop. So I'm just be quiet. Food Time's just a hater because he's still a WoW fanboy. 
I look. Wow is garbage right now. Wow is in the worst place it's ever yeah. been. I I will oh, talk yeah. to you about Wow all day. It's <laughs> real bad right now. Especially hey, hey, the on next oh, the Hey, just wait for the next patch and the next one. No, the that's next oh one. god. Just wait for <laughs> the problems. next eighteen patches. Right. Just, then maybe they'll introduce more bugs. It's yeah, not just it's bugs. Really it's right. it's lack of content <laughs> from it's, Wow. Well, the most fact of the that the game is a Skinner box and it's so painfully obvious at this point that they just want you on that treadmill. It's it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I play of Blizzard of recently is still the Hearthstone shenanigans, which is like the Battlegrounds and sometimes the, the card game part, even though I will admit the meta at the moment is a little bit... Yeah, yeah. I haven't played um, Hearthstone and Pirate quests for just spam yeah pretty Most... much or quest war rock essentially if we're being honest yeah that's why that's why i only like really play the battlegrounds or the avengers or right now they have the newer one um the mercenaries that one why thank you food time for the actabliz now trash subscription <laughs> yeah i haven't touched any of their games in in months now i think i played like a game of hots with a friend it just yeah. it felt bad. It just felt dirty. I mean, I, I'm I'm still the Call of Duty fanboy. I, I that that's it, nah, it, jump it, on the Halo bandwagon. Let's play some Halo. It's great. It's well, free. if my wife could play it too, I'd be all down for it. But we're both a uh, Call of Duty heads, Wait, so I get it. You still have to buy Halo first. <laughs> Not Halo Infinite. Halo yeah, Infinite, uh, completely free multiplayer. What? It is fantastic. I've played 60 hours in the past two weeks. I, it's really wow, good. I'm going to take a look at this. Yeah, yeah it's on Steam and Xbox for free. Huh? Well, I have one of these things. Yeah, I don't have an Xbox, so and I'll never get one. Yeah, game's great. Game is so fun. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> it's real good. It, it's, yeah. it's a real good free game, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Other than fact, well, not hating because it's a it's a uh, shooting game, but I'm just horrible at shooting games. So. Oh, same. <laughs> we'll My see what thing happens. To do, run people over with a car. That's also what I do in combo, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> uh, my uh, my favorite thing is actually hitting someone with accuracy with a rocket launcher. I'm like, hey, look, that guy's dead. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Nice. And that's what we call splash damage, everybody. No, no, no <laughs> actually, like hit him in the bot in the chest. I know. Oof. That's a way to have a heart attack. Yeah. But um <laughs> All right, all right. Let's move on to some actual magic now. Um I feel like we don't want to lose our audience completely here, especially for audio listeners. Um let's first talk about Crimson Vow. Um I I so oh, that's another thing I forgot to mention. So not this weekend, but next weekend, I will be streaming a pre-release stream of Crimson Vow. Um it'll be me, Pixie Kitten, Baltan and Colin O'Clock uh, doing our four-person free-for-all Crimson Vow pre-release where we all build a deck live on stream and we just play against each other. Um, we try oh. we try to do that every stream or, or every every new standard set and have a ton of fun. So I have not personally really touched any Crimson Vow. I've played maybe one or two games of Arena with it and that's been my extent of it. What about you all? What are your thoughts if you played it? Draft, standard, historic, commander. I want to hear him. Yeah, I mostly. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I mostly play on um, tabletop simulator on a, with EDH mostly, and it's on sale, so that's all I have to say. 
As I was nice. going to say, are you going to call that event the wedding brawl? The <laughs> wedding brawl? Ooh, that's yeah. a good idea. I like it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, as for me, as many people know, I do a lot of standard content, so I kind of have to keep my eye on the Crimson Val stuff. And so far, Crimson Val has been relatively good set for standard. It's weird because there's a lot of cool new cards. The problem is just the meta at the moment is a little bit balanced, but it's boringly balanced. With the exception boringly of balanced. I guess the best way to phrase it is that really the way how arena works, you grind on, grind on ladder. And the decks that are really good to grind on ladder now, while you can still have balance and such, it's kind of boring. Like, it's kind of like some of the typical stuff, like mono green aggro, mono white aggro of the snow package, because there's some very good snow spells, that's why Luminar Gatsburn is a card. But mostly the most uh, annoyed deck for a lot of people, including myself, is mostly just the Is It Extra Turns or the new Is It Control deck, which, oh, God. to be fair, when you look Still? at Standy, yep. Hey, yep. Galvanic uh, Iteration is a great card for Extra Turns. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the the Disturb one? Or no, no, the... Um, the Kickback. The one with Kick. Or not. Uh, the, the, the one that has, like, you cut out the words in the card or whatever. Oh, no. Uh, weirdly enough, Alchemist, as much as I thought Alchemist Gambit was going to be prevalent, a lot of people weren't playing it in their decks. They're just playing oh. the old playset of Aron's Epiphany because Aron's Epiphany is a very silly card. Shows how much I know about the cards that are... Yeah, right like, now. to be fair, I cannot blame you. A lot of people were speculating that that card was going to be the most annoying card. But weirdly enough, it's not that. It's actually, of all things... The Kraken, which is the Hole Breaker, aka everybody confuses between oh. Hole Breacher and Hole Breaker. That's probably been the silliest new inclusion of the set because mostly a lot of people realize that, hey, this is very good and it's a control decks. Especially when you incorporate the oh, Hole Breaker so Horror. You, okay, okay. Yeah. When you incorporate pretty much the Leer package and all the cheap bounce spells, such as Remand spells, especially since we have a Remand spell that has value with the Learn package with Divide by Zero. It's not like the top tier meta deck at the moment, but it's a very powerful deck, and it is the one that is bringing a lot of players salt when they go against it. Like, Radical Mari, as well as JWR2, was pretty much saying, can't we please just ban something from Epiphany from the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's bringing some salt. That deck brings a lot of salt. Besides that, one of the best underrated cards, I think, from the set that a lot of people are now starting to realize, of all things, Edgar. Really? Why is that? A lot of people were first looking at Edgar and were undervaluing it because they're like, oh, it's not really an exciting, like, vampire lord. Like, yes, it's a lord, but what's so exciting about it? Well, it's actually very good in the Olasov Snow Control decks, which is a very powerful archetype in the meta as well. It's also one of the more powerful decks. It's mostly because it's a sticky minion. You can either use it to sacrifice or the factor that it can stick on the board. It's really hard to remove with the popular remover in the meta at the moment. And even if you remove it, you still get the coffin, which generates tokens, which in those blood control, snow control, AK, or Zark control decks, you can deadly dispute, draw cards and such. Like, I think one of the professional players is actually bringing it to the Innistrad Midnight Hunt, like a snow control list that pretty much plays the Edgar shenanigans. Ooh, that sounds fun. The, this yeah, Orzhov control fun. deck kind of speaks to me right now. Oh, yeah, just Orzhov snow with the blood and snow package and throw a few Edgars, you're solid. 
Ooh. And also make sure to play Go Brink so you can just pretty much tell Lear, no, you're not flashbacking. Bounce them. Oh, snap. Uh, Griffin, what about you? What are your thoughts on it so far? I haven't looked too much at the set as a whole. I've just looked at a lot of interesting commanders. Uh, I've got my eyes on uh, Grolnok. I feel like I might want to cover Grolnok, the, the frog mill. Oh, yeah, the frog one. Okay. Commander. Um, oh. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a, a, in the future Brewing Labs. Like, I can't do it yet because the next one's going to be the Odric, the Blood Curse or something. I'm doing the EDH deck tech for that for my next Brewing Lab. But right after that, it's Frogs 2 with that frog guy. Yeah, I'm planning a Ivalay series before you brew. Uh, so I'm planning on doing that pretty soon. So nice. Just hopefully that commander doesn't croak. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man love is there anything yeah. else you're interested in griffin or is that the only one that you uh, looked at i've got i've got a list but it's mainly 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 just girl knock sweet a uh, food time uh yeah i've played like almost no crimson vow and by that i mean zero i've played against one commander deck for olivia and that that's that's it i've Set looks cool. I think blood tokens are really awesome. I think people are hating on uh, what's his name that became a vampire in the story. Odric. 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 Yeah. No, that card actually seems super sweet. I think people are were really off about that. I don't know for sure though. I haven't built anything random, but he just seems really cool. I like All him. I'm just gonna say is, wait. I'm having a next brewing lab, and I show that Odric can do some fun EDH shenanigans. Oh, I bet. Ooh. I'm excited. Interesting. What about Inu? Uh, the one card I really was wanting to make a commander out of was the uh, uh, Corthus Lord of the Deep uh, Kraken Ooh, Horror. Yes. Yeah, because I love the showcase version of it and it looks like just like I wanted to make that dude. AKA the abs. <laughs> Let's be frank, it's the abs. Maybe. That's sweet. But uh, I haven't looked too much into it, uh, other than like the uh, the doubler zombie tokens would be great for my already zombie deck I have, which I yes. switch commander to um, Wil Wilthar Wilhet Wil Wil uh, Wil Yeah, the like the Wil newer Hat. one from the last one. Yeah, Wilhet Wilhet. Wil yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can to catch up the lore on that, because they actually had a story of Gisa going against Wilhet. It's absolutely hilarious. It, oh yeah. yeah. It's like, like you know how, and I'm going old Disney on this. You know how in Beauty and the Beast, there's Gaston that always is just trying to pre pretty much try to impress Belle and such. Yeah. Mm. Now imagine Wilhelm being Gaston to give to Gisa. Mm. That's interesting. That's a funny. That's pretty funny. It's actually absolutely. Which set of flesh and blood is this? Oh, it's the uh, the newest set. This bum here. Um. Uh, it's not Crimson Vow, it's Crimson Flesh and Blood. And is it Captain Legal? Yes, it is very Captain Legal. We only talk about Captain here. Um, we do not talk oh, Commander. Dear. Yeah. Food, food time knows. when I accidentally, constantly, accidentally misquote this set and call it Crimson Oaf on accident? You did? Yeah, like, it's like... I do it like once every 20 posts. I'm like, I can't wait for Crimson Oath when it was coming out. And it was like, Crimson, Crimson Oath. Like, I where's, always mistaken. Where's the I don't know why, come from? I don't know why my brain kind of like swip swaps those terms. That's weird. You think like, I don't, I don't even know Oath of the Gatekeep or something? 
Maybe. Though I do have to admit, if Olivia did became a planeswalker and did a oath, that would be kind of weird. Oh, thanks for the bits, this bum here. Oh, snap. Um, all right. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right, so my thoughts on Crimson Vow, I don't really have many. Um, thank you for the gifted sub, Pat Crack Fever, again. Um, the only card that I know for sure that I want to get is that Necro Duality, the the zombie token doubler, because I have the Wilhet Precon, which I want to build eventually. Um, and I just want that card for sure on it. And I believe that is the second highest price card of the set. Like, it's like... Probably. Bucks, I believe. It is yeah. $21. Yeah. 46 USD. With the Ugh. highest price one being, I believe, the Soren, the Castlevania Art 1 foil. The Alucard one? Yes, the Alucard one. We, we can we can uh, figure that out. Price USD. Yes, Soren the Mirthless with a fancy art is a $38. Now, check that is, the Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys probably can't see my screen share, but I'm going to no. show it anyways. This is the list of the most expensive, just Val sorted by price. Oh, dang. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. All of the expensive cards. As Balton, or I think it's what's food type said it, stupid sexy sword. <laughs> yeah. That's very, very stupid the sexy lowest. sword. The lowest on like TCG player you can get it for is like thirty one eighty. Yeah. For the I fancy, so the fancy smashy one. Oh, yeah, cool. exactly. Uh, the cheaper one's ten bucks. So you you, you don't you don't want to buy the foil uh fancy one because it's like three hundred dollars right now. Yep. Screw that. I want to buy it. I'm choosing not to because that would be dumb. <laughs> I want yeah, Necro Duality, but I am not buying at two hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, hey, Necro Duality might be in this pre-release kit. Ooh. You never know. Be sex, stupid, sexy sword in there too. Well, does it come in regular booster no drafts? Who even knows anymore? Oh, yeah, thank you does. for the follow, streamerfun.com.ot. That's probably not a suspicious uh, user at all. Oh, not at all. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not Hashtag. sponsored. By streamer the, fun. you are sponsored. Oh, I am. Yes, exactly. Could even be a boat. You're right. Could even be a boat in there. That Actually, is true. There aren't any boats in Crimson Vow, are there? There's not a single vehicle, is there, in Crimson Vow? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, there is actually. There is the hearse. The money, the... Uh, I'm forgetting the, the name of it. You, you got it. Honeymoon hearse. Yes. There is that vehicle. Type vehicle. I don't see it, though. I'm looking at the... I'm looking at the set list, unless I'm missing it. It's a red artifact. Oh, 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 I was looking at colorless. Okay. Uh, type vehicle, yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me look at There's it. There's apparently a double feature of the Necro Duality that looks really good. Yeah. Do we want to talk about double feature? or? Ooh. Yeah, bring it up. Even... Bring it up how it's uh, kind of boring. How it's just <laughs> essentially both sets just smashed together. And I thought it was yeah. going to be more curated. Like they were going to yeah, pick, really? now, pick each. I'll be honest. There is one card I do want to get from that. And that is probably just my preview card in that art style foil. Mostly because I did kind of like my preview as kind of like the old double feature horror film. That's right. Set, you got a preview so. card. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm Man, jealous. So I haven't had a preview I, card I since D and I have never had a preview card. So yeah, I will I never get, want a to get the foil that just because. Well, that. But I will admit, it is one of those sets where it's like. It's one of those weird ones, because on one hand, from a design perspective, it's just weird that it's just essentially them cramming both sets and essentially yeah. doing what we usually did in the past. Like, let's be frank, in the past, when we did these uh, sets, when they were actually sets and not just like individual kind of like, or it, yeah. blocks, I guess is the better way. Yep. Let's be frank, during the blocks, we just like did like, oh, we get two packs of this and one pack of this and yada, 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 and then mm -hmm. drafted like that. So it's yep. kind of weird that they're making a product that basically amounts to that with everything black and white, which some people love that aesthetic, some people hate that aesthetic. It really varies on the card art. There's some card arts where it looks great with the black and yeah, white aesthetic art choice, and then there's some where it's just like, it looked a lot better with color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the black and white. Honestly, I just like the normal look of cards, you know, when I'm building a deck. I'll just like change the additions of cards, the more normal one, because then it's easy to see, you know. I will say this. Coherent. I can see that for people, yeah, how they don't like I that. I think Chase made a great counterpoint of this. Well, not counterpoint. She made a great addition to this where she pretty much said she was really hoping that there was just going to be like they did their own set of kind of like spotlight cards in this new thing where it's like the yeah. horror movie aesthetic and such, like we seen in weirdly. Yeah, enough, that's what I thought they were going to do. Or yeah, because we saw similar with the secret layer with the special kind of monster movie art. And not that I was expecting all the cards in double feature to have that, but it just At feels least, um, so lazy that it's literally both sets just crammed in. It's not a curated set like I, I think a lot of us were led to believe. And it's yeah, just that's, yeah. what I that's thought. The thing that that yeah. was probably one of my major disappointments. It's like. I thought was seeing kind of like how the mechanics were interweaved, kind of like between Crimson Down, mm -hmm. such as like, oh, it's going to be like curated and such, or it'll be like the best drafting experience. But no, it's literally just that. On the top of that. The part though is there is a part of it where it might actually, and I hate going into MTG finances with this, but it might be not so less popular that it might actually be a good financial incentive because there might be people who want to buy specific cards in that art style. It's also not bad for anyone who hasn't really bought any cards from either set, so they that can just true. get into that. I've and not I really will... bought any cards. <laughs> yeah, same with me. And if it does become popular enough, then it should at least help the singles market a lot more, kind of like how collector boosters have been helping the singles market, because like there's some Crimson Bow cards that are literally in the single digits that you would that are still highly sought playable cards in the format. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when yeah. is Double Feature coming out? Like in January. January. Okay, so uh, it's gonna. I'm trying to find the release date right now. I hate uh, some of the cards. January twenty first. Because isn't that only a couple weeks right before Kamigawa? Because isn't Kamigawa coming out in February? Yeah, like Zubi. February. Yeah. I we need to have a release every week. Well, well, I'm no, excited for Kamigawa. <laughs> well, so, so, so yeah. my, but but my, I guess my point is. Like especially if it's gonna try to lower card prices, it's gonna be memory hold so quickly because it's gonna be out for like a week or two, maybe drafted, you know, a lot of LGSs. But then Kamigawa comes out pre-release and everyone's gonna forget about it. I, I just don't see it lowering card prices that much. Like who 
knows? Maybe, maybe not. It's one of those we have to really see if it's popular. Because I was really hoping it was going to be like Time Spiral Remastered, where maybe there's some curation, maybe they throw in some mm. old cards from the old set to just yeah. spice yeah, it up. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been awesome sauce. But yeah. yeah, it's just essentially, hey, we're doing the thing like we did with block sets, except it's in one singular plot product. Which also, with block sets, you generally draft like one or two of the boosters from the first set and then one from the other. So there was a little bit more strategy in what you draft. This is just everything thrown together into a pack, which is also yeah. less exciting. Yeah, I mean, the only thing it has going for it is just the black and white because you could do the exact same with just, um, you know, just buying Midnight Hunt and Crimson Oath packs. I, I wish mean, they see. would just put these alt arts in normal Midnight Oath or Midnight Hunt and Crimson well then how are they going to make their money exactly. or are yeah. they going to market the showcase fane style art which what's everybody's take on the fane style that they did for this time around i liked it i i thought it was really neat i i love a lot of these like ever since um what is it throne of eldraine when they started doing all these showcase stuff i've been loving every single one of them it's same yeah so i like good. them i will say i did not like the dracula stuff but that's just because i'm not a fan of dracula I like the, the I like the uh the uh, what the um secret lair one where it's like their iconic um thrill, uh, thriller posters. I like those. Yeah, those were cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, like the beast within on is amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know I missed that one. I was gonna buy it and then I forgot. That's my big problem with secret layers is I there's ones I want to get and then I just completely forget about them and then the week is yeah. done. Yeah, for I, I, me, I can't really miss them because I'm providing secret layers for a year for someone, so... Oh, that, that's on you, Lev, or ain't you... You decided to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm paying the piper on that one. Yeah, especially this one, the the one that just dropped. Oh, dear. <laughs> Man. I, I have never bought a secret layer. I've bought a few now. Um... The the last one I got the Phyrexian one I couldn't pass that one up because oh, all the yeah. the Phyrexians themselves were just so expensive individually. I mean, yeah. like the original Elgin Judge promo goes for like a lot. Yeah, and, and even the other ones were a little bit expensive. And thirty bucks for all five—that's a steal. It was probably one of the best deals they did in a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, even though you probably cannot read the card unless you know what the card does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I totally don't know what it does. <laughs> and even then, Unless... the black and white has accessibility as plus. Have you seen the price on these packs? Ooh, I have not seen the price on the pack. So, okay, so Cool Stuff Inc. is selling a box of double feature for 200 bucks. Wow. So, it, if, if it's yeah. 200 bucks for that, then a booster pack. I should, so, a booster pack would probably be like 10 bucks a pack or something like that. Give or take. Yeah. So it, it'll be the price of like seven, eight bucks. Yeah, so, I know the reason why they're unfortunately doing that is because they're putting double the stuff in the packs like they did with Double Masters. Oh, okay. oh that's what they're doing. Okay. That's well, that is... Yes. That's the gimmick. And you're supposed to yeah. draft these like Double Masters? Yes. Well, with Double Masters, were you drafting two at a time? Or because yeah. all, all I ever yes. did was sealed with Double Masters. So this one. Yes. You do draft with the double rares, double foils. Okay. Okay. So, do you select two cards? 
You don't. I think. Well, actually, okay. we don't even know yet, to be honest, because we haven't drafted the set yet. There right. should be 72 and packs at that price. How many cards are there in boosters okay. if it's double rares? Is it still 15? Uh, I need to take a look. Well, no, I think I it's like 20 or something like that because. Yeah, it's like 50. Like th that's, how, that's how much double masters were, I think. It's like around 18 I think cards double mastered at 25. Because if I remember correct, when I was reading the article, the way they're doing the pack correlation yeah, is basically it's two packs in one. You're going to get half Crimson Val, half Midnight Hunt within a pack. Like uh, half the common. Oh, no, it's it's be. only 15 cards. According to the article, it's. Oh. Yeah, it's like you said, wow. half Crimson Val, half Midnight Hunt, four, four of each commons, two of each uncommons, one of each rare, and then a silver mm -hmm. screen foil card. Which I'm really curious to see what the silver screen foil is going to look like. I'm curious at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I think overall it's going to be a product not for me. Um. And it's it's cool that they're doing it, but I mean this this almost like tells me that, you know, should we start going back to block sets like we used to? Like if anything, at least two set blocks, like how they did for Ixalan and Rivals and. Um, mm -hmm. Kaladesh so and Amonkhet. Like, as much as Kaladesh cards are really annoying and standard at the moment, I would have loved it if they did two sets with... What, not Kaladesh, what am I I was about to say uh, Kaladesh cards, like... Kaldheim. 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have loved that they did two sets of that, and then they explored the different realms within each kind of, like, uh, quote-unquote set and such, so they had... Yeah. More time to put the meat and potatoes in there, let's just say. Yeah, because I feel like they need... Especially with sets that have really cool lore and story you need to let it breathe like the way they did Innistrad was perfect the way it was spread out mm -hmm. in two sets it we felt like we've been in Innistrad for a while now instead of just ah the one set drops up oh, we're already to you know Dominaria now or wherever the hell else yeah or I for now it's like oh we're going to Kamigawa oh and now we're going to go to uh Nuke Nukepana which is essentially Demon Gangster which I'm down for that. Like, oh, if they have like the showcase cards of Godfather or something oh, like that, or or like uh, or Goodfellas or something. Oh, I'm I'm hundred percent down for that. Okay, I will admit that would be amazing. You know, like they have to have a card name like called Sleeping with the Fishes or something. Like you know, got, they're going got, to do that. They, it has to be done. Like, how do you have a mafia set without, you know, like you know, Scarface, leave, Godfather. Yeah, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Like, come on. <laughs> Oh, I hope they don't do one where it's like the horse at the bedside. Yes. Yeah, you need that. No, you don't. Yeah. Just, you know, the the movie producer wakes up in his bed and has his horse chopped off. The the cannoli, cannoli token. Yes, Efren. He knows what I'm talking about. As a food token? Yeah. Cannoli the, food token? Cannoli oh. food tokens. Hell yes. I guess too. What a demon is a cannoli? What is a cannoli? Tokens do. So what, what's the ability? Food tokens. You like pay two gain like three life or something, right? No, no. But what's the cannoli food token? Uh, I mean, right. I don't know. I was just something I was just saying. You, you you gain three life and get one cholesterol counter. Yet you get ten cholesterol counters. You you lose the game. <laughs> or, or like one diabetes counter or something. Mm. No, diabetes. Di diabetes. Diabetes counter. Get calorie counters. Get, cal get like calorie the... counters. 
Maybe it's like the reskinned, renamed uh, cards, but love a food token. Yeah, that'd be I good. That. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I, I agree with Knight of Bawa. Bawa, we were in Eldraine, then Theros, Ikoria, Zendikar, one after the other, and never time to enjoy. Yeah, that, that's what I like what they're doing with this Innistrad thing. And, you know, when you crack technically, the... you could make an argument that they're doing it with Dominaria in a sense. Yeah, I actually like how they're doing this whole um, Brothers War thing. Like, actually so making excited. cards of it, because it's... Because, I mean... Alright, remind me, some of the people who've been playing Magic for a lot longer, um, I can only remember them talking about the Brothers War in the flavor text of old cards, but never really showing too much in no, actual really cards themselves. Only, like, you only seen that a little bit in Urza's Legacy and such, like... Yeah. This will be the first time we actually see kind of like the war in action, for lack of a better Yeah, because if you never read the books, you just don't really know what the heck happened, because yeah. I can't recall them having quote-unquote story spotlight cards back then mm -hmm. so, so i'm pretty excited about to that see how they approach it yeah but there is also one set that's coming out that we did got teased today yeah. ooh. Ooh, ooh and that's a good segue to unfinity which kind of blew up magic twitter earlier today where people were happy and mad and i'm just sort of like, oh, okay, cool. That's Zoe, neat. This is this is the set where we are probably going to get any kind of Star Trek reference. Hey, we could yeah, still have Star Trek universes beyond. You never know. We could. I mean, we could probably get a secret layer for it. I play yeah. Warhammer, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're doing Warhammer. I mean, why can't they do a Star Trek one? I want, I want that. Okay. Captain Picard secret layer. Question oh, is, would they do Star Wars first or Star Trek? I don't think Disney's going to give them the rights. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I don't see Star Wars happening. Yeah, none of yeah, Wizards wants to pay buku bucks. Well, doesn't Hasbro already do Star Wars toys or no? They do toys. They but do I think toys. That's, a, that's, that's true. Different. They've got that's their that's chance. True. So, so there is a but, chance though. That also opens the door so for Marvel, and that'd be super chance. sick too. Oh, oh I totally foresee Marvel. That, mm -hmm. I think that's going to happen. Fantastic so Four Secret Layer. Weird Mjolnir. It would be like the OG Avengers, you know it. Yeah, the, the OG from one the from like the 1980s. No, from the movies. That's all anybody cares about anymore. There are no comic yeah. books. They don't exist. <laughs> what are you talking about? Disney you, doesn't own the rights to the comics. Just the movies. Oh, so so when they got Marvel, it's just the movies. It's not. Yeah, they have the movie rights, and they don't have the movie rights for mutants and Spider-Man. I know Sony for, for mutants, Spider-Man, and isn't there Fantastic one other Four. one? Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. I think Four. Ghost Rider. I, I thought I thought there was one other one too that they don't have. Um, they don't have Venom either, but that's part of Spider-Man. Um, do they have Hulk? No, no, I don't think they do because I think Hulk is part of Universal. They they may uh, they may share it. They may share it with, like how they do Spider-Man. He yeah, doesn't have what... a solo movie anymore. He's only like in in uh, with other people now. Yeah. Yeah. He's being relegated to being in the She-Hulk film or TV series. He can't even get his own. Which is so yeah. disappointing too, because I mean the the Hulk movie was decent. I mean it wasn't the greatest, but it was better than the Ang Lee's one. I think it's just the rights, really. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Infinity. All right. 
Uh, all right, Lev, I, I know you're like dying to talk about this. All right, you, I feel like you know way more about this than all of us here. Um, spill it. What's Unfinity? I, I don't know what it is. Okay, so where to start? Now, for those who don't know me, I love unsets. Like, Unstable is one of my favorite draft sets of all time. And what unsets are usually are what we like to call joke sets. They're kind of like sets with a lot of fun jokes, a lot of in-game references and such, or even just want to be ridiculously wacky, like uh, do like weird out-of-play effects that you would usually not see in like uh, usual tournament legal play magic. And what they're doing for this set, as Mark Rosewater said in his article, which I would recommend giving a read when you have the chance, this is the first unset is where they're going to be doing a top-down design. Which, for those who don't know what top-down design means, it essentially means it's like the thematics of the set is designed first before the actual mechanical structure. Stuff like Innistrad, Eldrain, those sets have been originally top-down design sets. And they did it with this one, and the thematics for this one is, as you probably have seen already if you've seen Twitter, it's like a space carnival slash amusement park slash circus feed, which I love retro sci-fi, so the flavor, first of all, on point, and the fact that it's unset, yes. So, and then with that, essentially, they're going to bring a few new things. Like, we'll talk about the few things, but I think the first thing that a lot of people will probably be seeing right off the bat is that the new lands this time around, which is, of course, the full arts, but it's weird because they're doing two full arts types yeah. this time. They're doing one where it's essentially the orbital, where it's like going around the planet and such, and then doing ones where it's actually on the planet, where you actually see essentially what the uh, cards are like. So that's awesome. Plus, also the space shocks. So, and the space shock land art is, oh, oh my, they are, yeah, it, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how they're actually trying to give more value to this unset compared to previously where the value is only really in the basic lands before yeah, and, and and then now we're talking about the next thing where technically this is a technically a black border set and, and that is the first time they've done this before with an unset yeah. so i'll provide the clarification since i've seen a lot of confusion on this here's what they're doing basically what they did is they first initially designed the set like it was previously designed before they did this. Then what they did is they took a look at cards and they looked at cards that they would consider quote unquote silver bordered, which in the article itself it clarified. Basically it said like any cards which interact with players outside the game, anything that references stuff that might players might not know right off hand. There was like a full detail on it. They declared those as quote unquote silver cards. And then they have ones where they like you can realistically play it in black border magic. Like we now can play dice rolling and Black Border Magic thanks to Dun to the Adventures in the Forgotten Realm and stuff. So they made those distinctions, and then everything is technically Black Bordered. However, there's going to be two distinctions with the Holofoil, or lack of a Holofoil. If the Holofoil is a regular Holofoil or doesn't have a Holofoil, it is a card that is going to be Eternal Legal, which for those who don't know, that means it's going to be legal in Commander, Legacy, and Vintage. However, there is also cards that are going to have, and I know some people don't like this, but I kind of love the flavor of it. They made a acorn stamp polyfoil, which will then now indicate it's the new indicator of silver bordered cards. 
And those are, like with all Silver Border cards, are technically not going to be legal in Eternal formats, but you can play them in casual formats, World Zero, then, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm... That, that's probably my biggest complaint is the acorn symbol, only because just... It's small. It, it's small. It's going to be confusing for people. People are going to... I will say the new player experience is going to be a little bit interesting with this. Set. Yeah, I, I can just see new players and players who aren't aware. Um, thank you for the sub, Boltan. Um, I, I can just see new players just not being aware that, like, oh, I can't play this acorn symbol in my legacy deck. You know, exactly. It, it, it's yeah. it's going to confuse people, and it, it's. And then now, I, I I like it that it's a you know different kind of indicator, but it's from a. I guess, just like I said before, from a new player perspective, it's not new player friendly. And now we do also get to the aspect where a lot of people were a little bit frustrated. It's the factor that they are moving away from the silver border cards, which I'll say my opinion on real quick, and everybody can say their opinion. While I am very nostalgic of silver border cards, mm -hmm. from a logistic perspective, I can understand why they wanted to move away. Because mostly, for those who don't know, and for those who don't remember Unstable, they actually had a black border card in Unstable that you forgot about, which was the Steam Flogger box, the thing that was time spiraling. Oh, yeah, the... Yeah, and, yeah, everybody went and, crazy about that card. And the thing that people forget is that them printing that card was tricky, because what they had to do was, since technically everything was silver bordered, and then essentially they have this one black border card, they have to actually print it in the land slot of the original Unstable. So there were times where you would not get a land and you would get Steam Flogger boss, which for draft was great, but for people who were playing just for the lands, So I get from a logistic printing perspective where why they want to do the new holophile style rather than that, so they don't have this issue where they have to make two separate print sheets or silver border print sheet and then non-silver boards i have a counter sheet. argument of course they Bring already it. do um the full extended art cards and put those in regular booster packs anyways so they already have a separate printing that they need to do to combine them into packs anyways i mean, i would have personally liked seeing the silver border cards of the acorn symbol although i'm not going to throw a fuss about it i don't really don't care at the end of the day wow like, it's not a big deal you're not going to throw a big diatribe on twitter how I dare mean, you how dare they change a thing after 20 something years i am angry i am upset spaghetti <laughs> so match twitter in a nutshell yeah basically yeah. and that's why i don't use twitter smart <laughs> smart griffin what are your thoughts on infinity so far uh I, I, I like the acorn. Where is it going to be, like, on the card? It, it's going to be oh. where the hollow foil stamp is. Like, the oh, bottom so. middle. Okay. Yeah. I, just, like I wish it were more obvious. Articles. Like, yeah. That's really my main critique. It's that it's not really visually good. Like, I love the yeah. pun. I love that it's nutty. I mm. was making a ton of nut puns today because of that. But, uh, <laughs> I mean... Look who you're talking to. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Not in November but... though. <laughs> oh uh, snap. Uh, it's only one more day uh, left in November, so we can only use that joke a little bit. Then we bit. can shave. And then we can shave, guys. Hey, I hey, I tried to do the no shave November. I, I only lasted until um was no, it like no last week. November's 
been going like two years strong for me now. It, you see, I can't grow a beard though, like you. Um, well, so you're good. Like, like uh, around here, it just doesn't grow. It grows in all patchy, white trash like. So, I can't. I'm, I'm Asian. I can't grow a beard. I only get the Manchu once I hit sixty. Fair. Hey, I mean, I, I I'm 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 jealous of like you know food time and and Lev Dev there. They can actually like grow full beards. I can't. Ridiculous. So eating food is a pain in the butt. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. You know. Sometimes wearing a mask, it like gets all up oh, in there. I'm like, start on the mask. See, I, I can't even have long hair either. Like you see my hair right now, it's starting to curl. Like, like it, it just fluffs. It goes up. It doesn't like go down. Because I would love to have long hair and all that too, but I can't do it. It just turns into a fro. I'd like to yeah, have more hair. Besides that, do we want to talk about specific cards in Unfinity? Out of curiosity. Uh. <sighs> No, I'm so upset about the borders. I can't talk about well, the well, I, Yeah, I, I want to hear some more thoughts on Griffin on, on, from Unfinity, then go around the table to Food Time and Inu. Like, if you have where, anything where else to say. spoilers for this? I don't know. It's in the article itself. Like, there's technically free uh -oh. card spoiled. Yeah, okay. there's not a whole lot spoiled. I'm, oh, I'm putting yeah. it in the Twitch chat see right now. I see them now. Uh, the Deck of Many Things, Delana, and Treasure Chest. So these would all be legal. Well, well, so we so, so, so those were just examples of of some dice rolling mechanics they that were originally not in standard, but now they put it in standard from previous unsets. And if you go oh, down so you a little like bit more, the black tab and revealed the black tab, and it shows you what the preview cards are. Dang, Efren, you're just going oh, crazy acorns. with the gift subs. <laughs> I think uh, the sword of D and D was the first sword that was the first card that you rolled dice with. That was yeah. in the unset before they yeah. brought out the D and D cards to roll with. I actually love the showcase card treatment. It's oh, oh, for the space goblin. Yes. Yeah, that it looks is gorgeous. Amazing. I love yeah. the legendary frames. I love this. Uh, that looks beautiful. Yeah, and. I love it because, for those who don't know, I'm actually an associate friend to Hobbs, a.k.a. Oh, yeah, Hobbs Q. The Goblin Lore yep. Podcast, and he just recently had a kid. So the fact that yes, this card was previewed on the same weekend as him having the kid, and he's a Goblin fanatic, I just, like I I said on Twitter, if they, if I pull a quote-unquote galaxy foil, we'll talk about that in a minute, if I pull a galaxy foil of that card, I'm just going to send it to him for free because... Come on, the punchline. Yeah. Same with the bear cosplay for Ursa Bearwalker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a fun one. That's a fun card, like, just reading what it does. Um, it's pretty much mental magic, the equipment. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Food Time, what are some of your thoughts on this set so far? Um, I think Infinity's a cool idea. Um, I think the, the, the land art is absolutely incredible i wasn't hyped until i saw it i was like uh space lands here nah these look these look freaking sweet um this is a good place to reprint uh the the shock lands which is cool um always like to see more of those you know shocking. print you know prices all that um and i i like unsets i think they're really cool i think they're super fun i totally maybe am building an uncommander deck let's you know maybe Ooh. probably definitely um so you know more cards for that are sweet 
Uh, again, I, I would have liked having the silver border for the cards that aren't legal and the not silver border for the cards that aren't. It just makes my life easier when I'm sorting cards. So I don't have to look at this little symbol on the bottom. But again, I'm not going to be a super upsetty speedy about it. I don't really care at the end of the day. Right? I, yeah. I can just look at a symbol. It's not that hard. Um, and I think what will probably happen is the cards that are pretty obviously like legal in regular magic formats will be pretty obvious. Like of the examples we got here, the um, saw in half, half could just be a magic card. It's just flavorfully it's kind of out a little outside of what normal magic does i, oh I, I boy, think that's... were people talking about solid half on twitter yeah they were all mm -hmm. the shenanigans you could do with solid half right and then the um the equipment is very much not a thing that you can typically do in magic so it's pretty obviously a silver border card so i am assuming that the designs will be pretty obvious when you just read the card whether or not it's, it's going to be legal yeah right? pretty like... much anything that says get someone outside the game i think it's safe to say it's going to have the acorn shadow yeah Oh, yeah. and one thing that's mentioned in the article, you can't really see it because it's a little bit. There is actually one of the planeswalkers, two planeswalkers in this set. Oh, dang, really? Yeah, and they're going to have a borderless uh, retro sci-fi treatment like we saw for the legendary. And there are going to be over 30 legendaries. About over one third of them are going to be a turtle format. I'm just so excited for the dice rolling. It's started recently this archetype and it just keeps getting better and better yeah i want to see this keep going so you can say it's on a roll oh geez good it's decent that was decent um inu what are your thoughts on infinity so far so far like i really enjoy those lands they look beautiful in my opinion and like them adding in the shock lands so you can like people get a chance to get those again so instead of paying like high prices for them it'd be great you know and i can't wait to see what else they have for some of these cards that are uh, legal and non-legal so i want because so far i just need more i need more <laughs> Yeah, the, the basic lands in this are gorgeous. It, mm -hmm. Like, all the space ones, they're just... Oh, my... I, I, I can't... The, the, the orbital lands. ones. Yeah, space basic lands. Basic lands are yeah. out of this world. They're amazing. They are the absolutely gorgeous. Just And the shock land art is simply amazing. Like, there's... I, I don't know how yeah. else to describe it. Just This is definitely going to be the one shocking. that, as I was talking about on Discord, when April 1st, and yes, this set is coming out on April 1st, because... Oh, yes, that's my favorite fact about it, the fact that it's coming out on April 1st. So, yeah, I'm going to be probably burning some cash. <laughs> Wait, so, Efren, you're saying only these shocks only have one per box? Border, so, know. oh, show up one out of every 24 booster packs and drive, and one out of 24. But the box topper you do get is going to be a foil shock. Okay, okay, so it does come with a box topper. Oh, but each draft booster and collector booster, okay. Are they are they doing set boosters? Of them? Or I just don't think they're doing draft set and boosters. Collect I think it's okay. only collector boosters, which okay. kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that that's fine. That's fine, but... And so I will have to say, chat, um, Baltan and Efren are going in a gifting sub-war right now. So <laughs> that's why, like, if you're listening to the audio, you've just heard a bunch of boom, boom, booms, like, over and over again. They're going back and forth on gifting subs because Baltan wants to be on top, but then Efren's like, oh, hell no, I'm going to gift more, you know. <laughs> so that's why you're hearing all that noise. Yeah. So it's Infinity. It. I mean, I like how they're actually trying to make this more 
I guess, enticing to buy for people who normally don't care about unsets. Like I'm, I'm one yeah. of those. I'll, I'll play it once, like maybe draft it once, and then never ever look at it again, and all that, and then that's it. Um, but the, this yeah. is, actually makes me tempted to actually want to get a pre-release kit, maybe some more, like, draft packs or something, and just actually try to pull some cards. Yeah, I, I agree. Buy at least one to two collector boxes of this, as well yeah. as the draft boosters, the draft for friends. Boy, that's yeah. The problem man. with the old unsets is you'd buy them. You draft it maybe once, and then that's that's it. You can't really do anything else with the cards other than build yeah. on decks and do that. And that's and I don't know anybody that actually does that, right? Yeah. So having a bunch of cards that are actually playable and usable once you're you're done doing the fun thing is going to be kind of like a nice little bonus. Be like, hey, here, here's some cards you can keep using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like I'm opening 24 packs, get 24 basic lands. Sometimes 23. Yeah, because even yeah. before like the advent of Commander back in the day, with what unglued and un. Un unhinged and those cards were absolutely useless after you were done drafting them playing with them because you, you, you didn't you, you, I mean cube wasn't even really that big of a thing back then though it, it wasn't well, really cheaty face yeah but I don't know it just I mean at least now with commander you can try to rule zero in a lot of this stuff so they see some life now but still not a whole lot it's I can't imagine that unsets sell as much as the other sets, and I feel like well, unstable they have to sold it away. a lot. Yeah, uh, it, it sold a crap. Really? Time. Yeah. Like I said, it is one of my favorite draft sets, and for a lot of MTG content creators, they are in unison of agreeing that that was one of the best draft sets well, in a while. And I think what helped unstable too was the commanders' rule committee came out and said, you know, hey, we're gonna make this legal for like what two months or something like that. Yeah, that's so, pretty. I, I that was a great, great land, or a great idea oh yeah. for them. I still remember yeah. one of my favorite commander decks being like, I feel bad for always forgetting her name. I think it's Maricel, the one with the cage counters. I made a Maricel contraption deck. Ooh. Oh, nice. All right, that all right. One of my favorite decks I did in a while. So one of the things I also want to talk about because you guys in Discord were going crazy. Um, saw in half. All right, good, 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 gonna go around the table. Um, so, so real quick, what Sonhaf does is it's two and a black instant, destroy target creature. If that creature dies this way, its controller creates two tokens that are copies of that creature, except their base power is half that creature's power and their base toughness is half that creature's toughness round up each time. So essentially you wanna kill one of your own creatures to create two of them, essentially. Uh, you all were giving off some really great ideas on what creatures you'd wanna saw in half, essentially. All right, uh, real quick, uh, Griffin, what's one creature you wanna saw in half? Ooh, I, I like all the exponential stuff. So maybe something with allies, like uh, Halimar Excavator would be fun. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's interesting. Um, Lev, one card. I mean, it's obviously one foil engine. Ooh, that one's a good one. Yeah. All right, food time. Swag Tusk. Swag Tusk? Yes. Oh my gosh. Swag Tusk. Swag him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh Inu. Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yes. Best one. Best one. <laughs> well, some of y'all know my answer, and that's Elvish Visionary. You gotta get that double draw. Or 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 no food time. You said Mole Drifter too. Gotta get that, that yes. quadruple draw. Or actually you think Solomon Sorak might be better than 
That's pretty good, good too. Point. Yeah, that one's pretty damn good. That's yeah, really it's good more point. Amp. And then, of course, Colin mentioned Agent of Treachery, which he is banned. Colin is banned. He's not allowed to play uh, Agent of Treachery on my stream. He is, but it's he's just not allowed to play Saw in Half. And and no right of replication, no copying Agent of Treachery. Banned. And just and to be not. clear, Saw in Half is legal to play. And yes, it that is, is legal to play in yes. Commander and in Legacy, which, oh dear, it's going to do some Legacy Vintage so, do you, do any of y'all play Legacy Vintage or anything? No, I don't. But I there are a lot of people, and they're already talking about my, the Lion's Eye Diamond Eternal Witness combo. Ooh. Yep. Oh, that's gross. Yep. Oh yeah, that would be gross. Eidolon of Blossoms is a saw and half target. It's going to draw you a bunch of cards. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And of course, you got to talk about Gary. Yep. Gary's going to oh. kill people. Yeah. Oh my He's gosh. Insane. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. how, how does this work? So, I'm thinking for my Yara deck, you. It is going to consider the mana cost is going to be the same on the copies. It's no, 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 no. Yeah, so, yeah. so, I'm thinking you have Gary out. You already played Gary once. And then you also have Nightmare Shepherd out. You cast Saw in half targeting Gary. Oh. And, and, then, and then you exile Gary with Nightmare Shepherd. Then you create two more Garys. So you get three Garys out and just. All at the same time. All, all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that adds up. Oh my God. I got to get Saw in half now for, for Yara. You win the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to try to get a foil of that. And of course, the Galaxy oh. Foil, which, just for quick, for people who don't know what Galaxy Foil means. It's their new foiling treatment they're going to do with some of the cards. It's going to be free of the 12 regular foils within of the 15 card packs and collector boosters and seven draft boosters. Basically, it's saying that it's going to have some stars on it. I think it's going to be something like you see in Pokemon and such, where you see those little uh, italic shapes and such sometimes in those card packs and such. Foil Edge 2.0. Essentially, yes. Cool. I'm down for that. Freaking. That's speculation. We don't know yet. Friggin' Efren up in here, ignore me. I'm sawing Worm Coil Engine in half like a decent person. No, you're not. No, just all right. So I've got I've got another one. A born overlord too. Oh yes. We we'll get get all those harpies out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a great one. I think another good one would be a Protean Hulk. Yeah. So then gross. you get like right. Oh, Flash is banned. Never mind. Especially if you can have a sack outlet to get rid of the second ones, then it's like. Do Karmic Guide Protean Hulk combo? Ooh. Yep. And then there's also, like, I always forget the exact name of it, but I put it in Discord. It's yeah. that golem that essentially, when you target it, you target old golems. Oh, Precursor I know what you're talking about. That one. Which one is it called? Precursor Golem. Precursor. Because I always oh, talk okay. about my. my... <laughs> My favorite Persecutor. card here, Mask <laughs> Nexus, with that golem. Yeah. And just all your great ETB creatures. Targeting things is one of my favorite archetypes, like Precursor Golem, Zada, Mirroring Dragon, Orvar, yeah. all that Incredible. type of stuff. <laughs> it's all I have is a great upgrade to those decks. Yeah. See, Charred yeah, Spark, Charred Spark understands me, so I have Moldrifter. Yes, exactly. Here's literally. I got one. I got one. For silver border affinity elemental. Oh, that's pretty good. It has infinite power. 
Oh, yeah. You know what happens to divide infinite power in half? You still have infinite power. <laughs> Ooh. All right. But it doesn't have trample. Nope. There's no evasion on it. It's just Literally, infinite power. Any sliver. Commander, there are ways to give creatures trample. Yeah. Or fling it. That too. Ooh, gross. Counter. Force of will. Force of negation. Gross. Gain life equal to that creature's power or something. Oof. <laughs> I guess it's also one of the more recent ones from Crimson Vows since we were talking about it. I can see some people wanting to do like some of the exploit creatures like overcharge amalgam if they need to counter a few yeah. spells. Mm. Or counter a spell and then sacrifice the token copy they don't need to exploit. Yeah. yeah. No, that it's could work. It's a boring one, but it, it's an option. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's pretty much Unfinity in a nutshell. No pun. And... Oh, snap. Um, you think we're going to have any squirrels in the set? <laughs> I mean, there has to be at least I... some squirrels, right? I, there's got to uh, be. We, we, I mean, look, the acorn. The article, we know there's going to be a few things. We know there's going to be goblins because of the Swiss Robinson family reference. Mm -hmm. We know there's going to be zombies. We know there's going to be elves. They said so in the article itself. Yeah. Those yes. are creature types that Base we know zombies? that are going to be in the set. Yeah. Space like, zombies? Literally sawing yeah. half is a zombie sawing something in half. Yo, yeah. it's dead space now. The article says, and I quote, Yes, in Acorn, squirrels have long been associated with the unsets. So yeah. it doesn't say there's going to be squirrels, but it does say but... they're associated. And there is an acorn. So, I mean, I zero squirrels full size. Yeah. Pretty that safe to say that there will be squirrels. No, I'm calling so it a zero space squirrel. There has Ooh, to be at least squirrel. a space squirrel. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe like a play a on squirrel with a space helmet. Maybe like a play on Captain Kirk is a space squirrel or something, <laughs> or Spock. Yeah, would be great. Um, all right. So as we wrap things up here with Unfinity. Um, let's go around the table and talk about is are you all building any new EDH decks uh, starting with Griffin anything that you're building you want to talk about anything you're looking forward to building I'm working on my Grolnock uh, video slash deck well technically I'm make, not making a deck but I'm looking at it uh, I've got I don't know a Ruth or Liet a Ruth looks kind of nice the if you draw a card instead of exile the top two cards of your library. Oh, you yeah. You may play them this turn. Nice. Looks interesting. I don't know. I've got my eyes on a few cards. See what I decide to make. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, Lev, what about you? For me, I just recently did an upgrade to my tokens list, including some of the new blood token generation oh, spells, yeah. as well as some of the really good cards from Crimson Fowl. But my newest deck is I actually <laughs> did decide to make Umbris Nightmare Tribal. With, of course, a few Eldrazi, because Sire Stagnation is a card. Oh, gross. Wow, food time. Sorry, I dropped a thing. Thank you. Um, and yeah. you, you... Umbrace is my newest brew. Nice. Nice. Food time, you're next. Okay, so I'm building Lind Cheerful Tormentor Curse, you know, deck dot curses for, uh, for my fiance. Oh, that's right. She that's wants right. that. Uh, I just literally the other day finished uh tana and falthus shadow cat familiar tana the blood sower partner commander tokeny jund deck uh i'm also working on Toralf, god of fury the mono red one from 
from uh, not Aldrain. Uh, Kaldheim. <laughs> uh, Kaldheim. Too many sets. Kaladheim. Yeah, yeah, I'm also Kaladesh. working on a couple Oathbreaker decks because I have a friend who wanted to play that. So I, 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 my desk is full of like incomplete decks. I made a Lind video. It blew up. It's now my most viewed video. Nice. Awesome. She's cool. Yeah. She's a cool commander. I played her a little bit before I gave the way the deck for a giveaway. She's a Sweet. Very cool. So, uh, Inu. I've been mostly just tweaking my uh, my twins deck. Um, uh, Adrix and Nev Twincaster. I've been trying to make that better because you know having eight foreign collexes it's not enough on the field. Yeah. No. You need more. Yeah, those are rookie numbers. Yeah. Wait, which foreign Clex are we talking about? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Just is it four of each that you have on the field? No, no, I mean like eight of each. The mana tripler. When you oh, start making copies of the mana tripler, though. Oh, the that's... next bloom ancient. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be gross. It's it nice. gets crazy. Nice. When you can make when you can make multiple copies of um the mass that makes copies then you any part spark putting that on like one dude that doubles and then they just make more doubles and it keeps doubling and then you're like at the bus the cac the 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 uh the scientific calculator for this now we stopped oh. playing magic and we started playing math yeah yeah <laughs> i mean isn't magic technically math uh, yeah, know, some yeah. sometimes i don't math is for blockers i don't block yeah and sometimes math is for attack well, Math is the, for figuring out your storm count. The the true purpose of my doubler deck is not to hit you with a shit ton of damage, but to play bio visionary and just end turn with four of them. Oh god, visionary so good. Everyone, oh god, like, oh he's going to hit us really hit. like like nope, end turn bio visionary. Yep. Yep. Oh god, oh, I forgot that was a card. Like yep, that's gross. Wait, it's yeah. super underrated. I feel like people don't play it enough. I just yeah, thought that best deck that could come from Infinity. What? Yeah. Mm. A robot clown squirrel. I can see it. Yeah, I can right. see it. I can see it. Um, Someone yeah. finds that unreasonable. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, shit. We have dinosaurs piloting helicopters now, and this, I mean, it's not not. I not literally much. have a deck built around that. I know. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> okay. Sp speaking okay. of piloting helicopters, I, the so I I haven't come up with a list yet for the zombie deck because um, I'm still trying to buy all the cards for my D and D cube. But the other deck that I have a list for that I'm ready to buy for is my Minks Beloved Ranger deck, where he yes. creates um uh the red hamster and boo yeah boo and and it's it's a naya artifact vehicle deck yes answer cruina uh scooter so, so so boo can you know cruise some really big trains and and planes and, and automobiles yeah trains planes and automobiles and i i should make it a thing in the deck where boo is the only one who can crew vehicles only that does put a new definition <laughs> to the term "go for the eyes, boo." Yes. Instead of instead of a uh, Voltron, 
On the Voltron and do you're uh, you're gonna Power Ranger it? So I want to get vehicles and shit. Yes. Yeah, so so Boo will crew one of the vehicles, and then that vehicle will crew another vehicle, and so on and so forth. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, just run an untapper, like vitalize, untap them all. You Ooh. Tap with your giant Voltron of all of the vehicles crewing each other, smack someone. You're smart. That sounds yeah, really that's good. What I that's what I do in my vehicle deck. You call it super, <laughs> and you call it super hamster force. Super Sentai hamster force. Yes. Well, was that gonna... thing they called it in Rick and Morty when he was getting all the go-go ferrets or whatever. No, I, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I've never watched that. Hmm. I'm not smart enough to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. Don't you have to have a very high intelligence to be able to watch I that? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh... very smart. <laughs> nah. Not very smart. So let's go around the table um, and let's do some sign-offs here. It, well, first, before we do that, thank you all to the chat, to my little roundtable for coming on. Some of y'all came on last minute. Um, this was really fun. Had a ton of fun doing it. And it's I, 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 guess, I guess in the end, I just need to stream more. I need to just do it some more often and play some EDH and do some more of these roundtables, too. They're fun. Just talking about random stuff like that uh so let's go around the table uh starting off with griffin uh where can people find you um what kind of content do you do and go from there uh thanks for having me i have a youtube channel commander quest uh, i make lots of content i've been doing i did it i just did a how to use architect video I'm working on lots of commander related videos lots of different things uh nice. Uh, it's great that I just randomly decided, you know, pinged me at what, <laughs> 8, 7.45 or 8.45, said, do you want to join the stream? And I just did. Then, yeah, Great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Lev. As people know, Lev Dev, also known as P2D Hanson. As I said, my recent content I'm going to be coming out this week is with the Odric the Blood Curse EDH slash also Historic Brawl deck tech. I forgot to mention that. So I'm going to be having that video coming out sometime on Friday, I believe, so. And just with that, as stated before, I'm excited for Infinity. I am going to be probably emailing Wizards a lot to try to get a preview card for that set. <laughs> nice. got to let me know how that works. I want a preview card. A lot of it's luck. Yeah. I was like, I've had a few of them. Um, and ask. Yeah, and ask. So uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, food I'll time. Ask. Uh, yeah, go follow my podcast, MTG RBD. Rather be draft and go go check it Rather out. We'll drafted. upload at some point. We, we'll, we'll make more videos or episodes. I swear it'll happen. Don't worry. We're just yeah. not right now. And uh, I'm gonna start streaming probably pretty soon on my YouTube channel again because that went really well the last time I did it. I just haven't been able to. So uh, YouTube.com/slash/foodtime/foodtime. I'm gonna stream specifically not Magic the Gathering. I'm gonna stream much other nonsense. But you should come hang out. It's a good time. Fantasy um, Star? Uh, probably, because it's going to be new stuff there. Uh, but also probably that uh, that that WoW private server that I've been playing. This is oh yeah, just a ton yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's way better than anything Blizzard's doing right now. Um, so yeah, just, just come hang out. It's a good time. Sweet and Inu. Uh, you can probably find me on Twitter, Inu Caesar T. Uh, I don't really do much right now, but I'll try to fix that. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you all for coming by. Um, we are going to go raid someone. We're going to go raid Bobby Christine, who is on probably playing Commander right now. 
Um, Probably. We're going to go raid her and right, go I'll show tank. her some love. Yes, tank. I'll do heals. All right, perfect. And I'm yes, just going to I'm just going to do heal bot and not pay attention. All right, thank you all again for stopping by. Thank you again to my round table. Thanks all for the subs and the love. Um, crazy comeback here. I uh, hope you all have a great night, and we will see you all soon. As bye, we're trying to bye, raid. Bye. bye. We're trying to raid. Alligator. Trying to raid. Trying to raid. We are going to go raid right now. Bye, everybody. All right, I think I'm good to stop.